Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. St. Markovia, where they met uh, several of the strange creatures uh, inside the Abbey's walls, uh, including the abbot themselves, and were offered uh, cots in the main hall for the evening uh, so that they could stay and rest the night. Um, it's still probably... Uh, yeah, so it's probably the the sun is probably starting to go down at this point, considering you made reasonably good time on the road. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the point we left, the abbot was welcoming you into the the main hall. As we follow him in. Mm. Because he said he had more to tell us out of the cold, didn't he? Uh, at we least can talk least more out of the yes. cold a little bit. Sevia is going to keep her grip on Beatrice's arm. <laughs> and uh, via message is just going to be like, please don't do anything any of us are going to regret. So... Uh... <laughs> As a reminder, there is gentle sounding music trickling down from above, playing played on a single stringed instrument, or a single stringed instrument, uh, by some Anthony Master. The ground floor is one large 50 foot square room with arched leaded glass windows. The cauldron sits on an iron rack above a fire in a hearth, while above the fireplace mantle hangs a golden disc engraved with the symbol of the sun. The same one that you discussed maybe if your suspicions are correct uh the location uh of or a marker of the location of one of the objects you were told to find uh, uh, in one corner a wooden staircase climbs to the upper level while in another corner a stone staircase descends into darkness Several chairs surround a wooden table that stretches nearly the length of the roof, and wooden dishware and gold candelabra are neatly arranged on the table, standing behind which... What? Oh, yeah. So that... Behind that was where Beatrice, you saw Vasilka before, uh, but now... And that is where she and the abbot take up their places at the table. Please, take a seat. We would be delighted to. Thank you. Thank you. So, 
you do not strike me as Barovians. Tell me, where where are you from? What brings you to these lands? Uh, I'd like to know that myself, to be honest. A strange stroke of fortune. Your uh, manner in which you approach this implies that this is quite normal for there to be non-Barovians around. Uh, not overly, but uh, I'm not from here myself, so oh. it would be uh, strange of me to be surprised of others entering this realm. Oh, well, there we go. So how did you get into here? I... I have uh, my means that allowed me passage into here, but unfortunately, uh, the nature of this place, I was not able to leave once I got here. I'm a messenger from another world uh, sent here. Uh, sent here by higher powers to uh, long, um. long ago at this point. Uh, may I ask, uh, what's, what were you sent here to do? I was sent to, uh, to discover and to end the cause of the curse on this land. Uh, oh. Oh. That is where the Silka comes in. Okay, what's her role? I have created her for the purpose of marrying Strahd. Uh, I'm sorry, you created someone? Purpose of marriage to Strahd? Of course, it, it is all in the means of ending the curse. He desires a bride, and so to provide him with one should end his pining and thus the curse. He seemed uh. to be quite specific about the bride he was searching for when we were unfortunate enough to be to cross paths. Yes, well, everyone is when they're obsessed with their first, but. Well, so, Vasilka, you are, you've created her specifically to, sorry, this is quite uh, unusual from where I'm from, at least in the regards of uh, creating something out of nothing. That's uh, strange magic, I must say. What, uh, what makes you so certain that the second he gets any woman, he will stop his pursuit in general and relentless attack on this world overall. Uh, I do not know for certain, but I, I have my reasons for believing this. Uh, for it is, it is all that he seeks. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, you, um... <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, may I ask, just out of pure uh, academic curiosity, if you've created Vasilka, who seems like a lovely person, by the way, uh, are you also the one who created all those people we've met outside? He thinks very intently. I, I will just say, this entire time, Beatrice has been sitting there, arms folded, looking as sulky as a bird can look. That's quite sulky, to be honest. Birds can yeah. look very grumpy. Yes. Yeah. A very grumpy bird at the moment. So. So, Exley, Sigia, and Beatrice, at the question of the, the people outside, um, you see a brief look of shame and regret cross over uh, the abbot's face. They, they are a reminder of, uh, of early experiments gone awry. How very like your kind. I... Yes, uh, how like your kind to uh, keep them alive. Maybe, uh, I mean, personally, uh, do you tell them you feel this sense of guilt? I'm not sure that's particularly good for their uh, psychological well-being, but keeping them alive and around, that seems fair and kind. I do not know that they would understand it if I were to tell them. My feelings towards them. Uh, most of them were driven mad in the process, unfortunately. Oh, of course, so mad people don't understand anything. They don't. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Fool looks very appalled by all this, and then um, it just kind of whispers to Sevia, like, he was really attracted to begin with, but what? That's gone away. Sevia <laughs> is trying so hard <laughs> to like follow kind of the, the the conversation we had outside about like not causing shit yeah, until yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Please don't mind them. They are quite strange people. We were, as you I suppose would know, having been summoned into this realm. We were all from different locations. This is sort of the best we've managed to make of it, so... Um, please excuse us. Some of them are not used to, uh... residing in, uh, hospitable, uh, locations such as this one, Abbott. Oh, of Comrade. Yes. <laughs> the well. creatures outside, do they have any use? They. They. Some of them are still capable of serving as guards or attending to the, the grounds. Um, I suppose everyone must have a use. Uh, <laughs> I mean, personally, I don't believe a person has to, um, 
perform labor in order to be uh, useful, but uh, I can see how having a place as large as this, it would uh, be good to have people who can help around the building. And also, you know, some people say that having work gives you a, a sense of purpose in life. And I'm sure these, these people uh, would enjoy having a, a sense of purpose. You are wise beyond your years, young Sevia. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, definitely. Well, uh, I, I am a, I am studying. I do make it my business to think occasionally. Um, Every time Conrad makes a noise, Sevia's eyes just get a little wider. <laughs> She's just like, mm. uh, but actually, why do you wonder if they're useful? If a failed creation has a use, is it really a failure? Sevia kind of relaxes a little bit at that, and she's like, ah, oh, yes, I guess that's something. And who's to call anyone a, a failure? Really, um, acad academically, uh, did those people outside, were they born? That created this way, or or did they volunteer for this uh, transformation? They they volunteered uh, for the experiments that uh, ended up as a failure. I I hope to rehabilitate them in some fashion if I cannot find some way of redeeming them to their previous lives oh i'm sure they did volunteer yes that, i'm sure they did that seems quite noble of you do you have people to help you i'm sure that's quite an undertaking you must need healers for the mind healers for the body uh the kind of help that i would require is not often found here in barovia Right, but I'm sure once the uh, the curse is broken, you'll do everything in your power to get these people uh, help. Certainly so. Good, good. That's something we can all remember. Now, you seem like good people. <laughs> yes, definitely. If we try. I could task you with something. It's not no, uh, no immense rush, as I suspect there is, uh, that the fates have some plan for you as it stands. But if in your travels, uh, you manage to find a wedding gown that would be suitable for Vasilka here, if you could bring it back to the Abbey, I would be... Sure to reward you kindly for your assistance. 
Oh, I'm not sure I'm not a very useful person, but I can keep an eye out for it, sure. Beatrice just rolled her eyes. Like, she rolled her eyes so hard, her eyes nearly fall out of her head. <laughs> a wedding dress, you say? Just any wedding dress? A suitable one for the Pride of Strahd. But beyond that, I have no particular uh, preferences. I give a very detailed up and down of uh, uh -huh. the Silka. Just to lock in her measurements. <laughs> May I ask one question that is probably uh, as an odd one in a group setting? Mm -hmm. Is Vasilka, are you, is she aware of the nature of being put to marry Strahd? Are you willing to do this, Vasilka? I am happy to fulfill my purpose. And it's at this point as as her head like is is moving as she speaks to you and turn turns to face you in particular, Conrad, that everyone notices that there is um stitching along uh along her neck as if uh as if it was sewn into place. Ooh. Oh, and there Construction. is, and there is a slight difference in tone between both sides of the scene. Not massively obvious, but def definitely enough that, like, you notice at this distance. Has Sevia seen or read about any of this kind of like reconstruction magic before? Uh, roll me an Arcana check. Ooh, which is the good dice. Okay, um, please. Does fantasy Frankenstein exist? Yeah. <laughs> God. Ooh, I have a really good arcana. Okay. That's still not a good roll. That's a 13. 13. Um... Yeah, I'd, I'd say these, these are a fairly... You, you wouldn't have seen one before. Um, but mm. you would have read about them and you would have, uh, probably heard about some professors on campus doing similar, but not as necromantic, uh, mm -hmm. projects. So Vasilka seems like she is likely a flesh golem. Um, okay. so you've, you've seen probably some basic stone golems, um, before, uh, mm -hmm. Typically, typically made uh, within like the transmutation department um, and the enchant—not uh, so much the enchantment department, but um, particularly in the transmutation department. Um, and um, yeah, so they they are anim animated automatons, much like Exley, but with nowhere near the sentience. But probably a bit more awareness than say uh something like a shield guardian uh so they're not completely sapient but they're not entirely uh they're not entirely uh mentally blank yeah okay 
on seeing the stitching around the neck, um, Exley is now intently studying the Silka. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Romy Arcana. Or medicine, your choice. Depends on what you're looking for. Uh, it's a shame. My medicine's higher, but I'd be looking for the magical yeah. necromancy so capabilities. Yeah. Uh, so that's a five. A five. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there, there's a touch of undeath to her, but not enough to really... Um, actually, does she register as an actual undead. Um, uh... <sighs> Just wanted to go to a church. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything so messed up here? Uh, yeah, so not so much that she registers as an actual undead. Okay, when when Sevia kind of realizes that she's basically a, a flesh golem, and that you know, if he the abbot is to be believed, that she volunteered to basically lose half her sentience uh, for this. You can put things together however you want, and that is much like he did with the flesh golem. She, her eyes are just going to go a little wide and she's going to look around the table to see if anyone else noticed and if anyone else is kind of putting this together. Um, um, it just looks a bit ill. Oh. Um, and he's not, no, he's now not really looking at that. He's looking at the table, um, thinking about something else. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard to tell. I won't even get you to roll an insight. Like, no one... Like, you can probably tell that everyone's noticed... Like, the occasional glance, like, to to the neck. You can probably tell that everyone's noticed. It depends on what people's um, expressions are like. But mm -hmm. you don't pick up on any sort of real acknowledgements uh, or indications that they would know what she is um and okay. it's not all that surprising because like from to your knowledge you're the only one in the party with any sort of arcane background yeah 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 um, no, it's just, uh, uh, it was less a, like does anyone else here share my theory and more just a, does anyone else? okay just me cool love that uh, <laughs> um upon realizing that she's kind of the only one who uh, can has pieced together this particular set of information um her eyes kind of go a little wide and she looks at uh Vasilka ah uh, so you are happy to marry Strad of course it is why I was made. It is my reason for being. Of, of, of course, but um, once you are married, do you have any uh, aspirations of your own? Why would I have any aspirations? 
beyond my purpose. Just thought I'd check. Uh, well, uh, I don't know about uh, the rest of the party. I'm sure they can feel free to continue conversation, but I, I personally uh, skipped lunch today, and um, you'll forgive me, sir, but uh, I don't trust a lot of the food in Barovia, so... Uh, uh, a, an understandable uh, paranoia. Yes, so um, I was just going to... Uh, is there anywhere quiet I could... Uh, or some... or we could uh, sit to uh, eat our, our rations from home? I, I set up for the night. The Silicon and I can give you your privacy and tend to things in the Belfry. That is incredibly kind of you. Thank you. And uh, while we were at it, we will we will prepare the uh, cots to be brought down for you. Of course, unless anyone else would like to continue the conversation, I can eat outside. No, no, thank you. Beatrice just glares. I'm sure the abbot and Vasoka have other things to worry about. We will greatly appreciate you letting us stay here. Uh, any way that I can do the work of the Morning Lord. Precisely. Well, you do it very well. Thank you very much. And, yes, thank you. And he stands up. Uh, Vasilka also stands up and the abbot takes her hand and the two of them walk upstairs. The second they are out of sight, Sylvia puts her head down on the table, just puts her hands over the back of her head, breathes in really, really deeply, and then just, you can tell she's exhaling, but it's as if it's a silent scream. <laughs> <laughs> And she sits back up. I don't like it here. It's possibly one of the most disgusting situations I've seen. And I've seen people go have to go to war, so like, yes, let's just make a person. Why not? That's what he's trying to do. They try and change people and make them acceptable for them. I, I wouldn't speak about all humans like that. We're not all, well, some, most of us are not all. Some of us, some humans are not like that. It's a bit of a strange comment to come out with, Beatrice. Are you feeling quite well? He is not what you think he is. What? He is not human. Oh. Uh, He's not a vampire, is he? No. He's from our reality. Sort of. Yes, he said it was a messenger from somewhere. What? He's a deva. A celestial. Oh. An a angel. Oh, wow. A celestial. <laughs> How excellent. And he, like, pulls out his little notebook and starts, like, like um, looking through, like, some shorthand. Sylvia has a moment where she's like, oh, 
a celestial and then remembers what Beatrice told her and goes oh a celestial <laughs> nothing good ever comes from their kind right uh, but uh, we do have to sleep here tonight and try to convince him to let us look behind the, the, the sun of the morning lord and then take whatever behind it. We don't really need his permission for that. It's just uh, getting access to it. Yeah, we can just do it. <laughs> yes, that's it. Just be prepared Fair. to deal with the consequences if uh, people. some people are not stealthy enough. Fair. Fair, fair. Um, but still, I, Beatrice, I hope you, uh, of all of us, maybe understand the need to uh, uh, hold those feelings in. I understand. Good. When Good. I cannot guarantee I can hold my temper, though. Especially not when he speaks like that. And then, she'll, and then she gestures at uh, excellent, like, and this one. I do not like the term useful. It would be best if you refrain from that kind of speaking. I will seek ulterior words. Yes. People do not have to be useful. I well... Mm. I mean, everyone has to and have a purpose. Beatrice gets mm. up and walks to the other side of the room and will, like, she sort of sits against the wall and just sort of slides down and just sits there, arms crossed in a corner where she can watch everything. That's strange, I must say. Uh, Esmeralda's here. That's that. Celestials aren't often like that, but uh, I have read uh, tales, uh, mostly in Rudolph's notes, um, about uh, about those who have fallen. That uh, sometimes they they take on dark vices, uh, but uh, but keep. The same self-righteousness of the celestial kindred especially when they are in uh especially when they are outside of the upper plains for uh extended periods of time in in lands that uh lend themselves towards corruption he certainly seems convinced that he is doing the right thing though well, I suppose reanimation is normal around here. That was, after all, what your mentor was trying to do to, earlier today. So, um, uh, I suppose it's not yes. exactly the best thing to be doing. I... He certainly seems to believe that marrying that creation off to Strahd would be the best possible course of action. And it's, she seems to be content to fulfill her purpose and has no other aspirations beyond marriage, so... She is a golem. She doesn't have all that many... She's been 
ripped apart and put back together without half, without half her sentience. Oh, so choice in this magic. And she's not one person, not not the parts anyway. No. So is she something like our 42's friends then? Not just an undead. Not that either. Somewhere, I've seen somewhere between the two, I think. You might have a point, Conway. Oh. You were saying, Sylvia? Oh, just that I've mostly seen golems in in stone and clay. Uh, where's her accent going? In in stone and clay. Um, I've never seen a, a, a necromantic golem before. Um, although I have read of them, they're rarely, if ever, done in Fiello. For him to not only create her, but to create the people outside. That's years of work. Question CPR. Yes. Stone golems and things require stone to create, I would assume. That's how magic is, or does it come out of just nowhere? Tubby? Uh, Did they re like it, it requires raw materials, yes. Okay. It requires raw materials, yes. Interesting. So um, it's a flesh golem, you say? Yes, meaning he took parts from other flesh and knitted it together. Well, I suppose, again, it's not much different from what was going to happen with Kazir if he'd come back, so I suppose that's not out of the question for this place. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> sorry. Are you were you planning on stitching him together with bits of the rest of us? Me? So, so, you, so, wh why is this in any way similar? That was reviving. That was that's different. It's the same genre of magic. It is not the same speciality. He was going to be revived if all of his like all of that still mangled. It was it would have been pretty much the same thing. Except probably worse, I suppose, not stitched up. It was different to a revival spell, yes. <sighs> I think so. Sorry. I am going to let you have a grand conversation. I'm going to step outside for a moment. And Conrad stands up and um, uh, grabs his stuff and then just uh, very very leisurely walks outside. Okay. He, he... It's fine. It's fine. He's been dead less than four hours. She's like, one of her legs is just jigging under the table and i'm assuming it's making a little is the floor like tiles uh it's kind of a marble stone okay her heel her, her shoe is like making a little like yeah yeah, yeah. against the ground um yeah it's probably been it's probably actually been closer to something like what eight to ten hours at this point okay, <laughs> okay it, was, well... it was pretty much first thing in the morning uh, okay, well, then she said the correct number of hours. Yeah. <laughs> Retcon, she said early the correct number of hours. 
Um, I guess Thor's just gonna like open up his backpack and start like hand saving us some food first. <laughs> she then. takes it and like just sits there. What this man is doing, it's it's unthinkable. It's sick. I mean, it's tough because it all logically makes sense. You can see how someone can rationalize that, but without a shred of empathy. I think um, when you were raised, when, when you were raised isn't quite the right word, but when you spend your entire life in a place where it is impossible for you to do wrong, when you go somewhere where you get corrupted and start to do wrong, it maybe doesn't register to you that it has become possible for anything you do to become wrong. But... I'm not excusing what that being has done. Just offering up... Uh, possible I explanation. Can, I can understand where he's coming from. I, sorry. Sorry, I'm... Um, Comrade doesn't know a lot about magic. I'm guessing he just doesn't know the difference between bringing someone back to life and ripping their mind out of their body and putting it in something else. That's... Are you saying that's wrong? take the soul of one and put it into the body of another. I think it depends on the purpose and it depends on the willingness of the soul to be moved. Yes. I personally would not like to be moved from my body. I'm sure others, if they were in a different situation to me, would want that to happen. This is all assuming that the golem has a soul. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> well, it's ignoring, almost ignoring Barovia's way of being Barovia. Do golems have souls? They're constructs. She, however little she has, she's sentient. She's. She's a heartbeat, she bleeds, it's... If they can it, talk and think, then... She, she can portray more to us than the hollow people, surely. She has more emotion than I do. Does that make her more than I? No! We... No, I'm... I'm not saying that the, the, the hollow people or that you or that anyone is worth more than anyone else I am I am the question though is does she does she really feel and think those things or is it just programming much like the the golems back at the tower who work the elevators who are, who are programmed with the knowledge and the the duty to pull the chains and allow passage 
between the floors of the tower. Just because she speaks doesn't necessarily mean that, that those are her thought thoughts or words. This is just like my philosophy classes. I'm never smart enough for them. <laughs> you know, they'd be going and talking and talking and using all these fancy words. And then by the end, I'd be like wondering, hey, maybe there is a purpose to poverty and all like <laughs> all the more words they use. Just clouds everything. That's a lot That's of what academia is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it rather was. Let's just treat anyone that appears to be able to think, to talk, to exist. I think they should be able to do what they want. But I don't really know what we can do for her in this situation, so it all makes it a bit mute anyway. This is how a lot of philosophy discussions and everything go as well. <laughs> At the end of the day, what is your plans for defeating Strahd? And to escape this land, what do you have set in motion? want to find enough people to do it for me. And you have found one. Yes. Are you willing to turn him away? On that note, we're gonna move over to Conrad going outside. So, uh, was yeah. there anything in particular you were doing outside, Conrad? Oh, um, so he's going to, um, he just walk outside, um, and the couple just slam the door shut behind him as he goes out. Um, is there anyone else like um, in the courtyard now apart from that girl? Uh, no. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, so he's gonna go a little way away from there and just kind of just like sit down in the grass. Um, uh, the dagger by his like hip kind of thing stab that into the grass next to him and he's going to pull out uh, his rations and just kind of like crumply eat them um, and then just like look over like the the area again but he said there's no one there so he's just going to observe that's pretty much it what he's doing okay. on his own so yeah you do, you do hear like the various cries and screams of, of the folk in like the chicken sheds yeah, every time that happens, he just kind of like glares and like his reaction sort of hardens, and then um, but he just keep continue to like eat fucking jerky or whatever it is, <laughs> I guess we pilfered. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah. Very riveting check-in. <laughs> Back to the others. Yeah. So after after a while, the uh, the abbot and Vasilka come down. Uh. Start starting to bring down cots. Um, I hope we weren't interrupting. You were no. having a productive conversation. Oh. We were certainly having a conversation. Um, no, thank you for the cots. Yes. Uh, Do you require any assistance bringing them down? Uh, that would be fine. That would be fine. Uh, there aren't too many of them. There's only. Certainly the six of you. Yes. 
Well, uh, I might just go warm my hands by the fire. And she goes over to the fire, and she is going to have a little old look at uh, the, the big golden disc yeah. and how it attaches to the wall and whether it is attached to the, like, is it inset? Is it on, like, little master clips? What is it? Um, yeah, so roll me an investigation check. Oh, yay. Um, please, for once in your life. You can do it! <laughs> uh, invest... Okay! Okay. Okay. 18. 18. So, um it is is it uh, the the disc isn't set into the wall at all. Like it can be moved, it can be taken off. Um mm -hmm. and you do quickly kind of push it to the side in a moment while the abbot and Vasilka are upstairs and notice that there is uh, a small alcove um hidden behind the disc containing uh a potion some sort uh in a crystal and electrum flask which itself the flask look the flask itself looks like it might be worth a bit of gold um mm -hmm. for uh and then yeah so that's that's all that's in the the alcove ah and yeah um and a small uh vial of um of arcanist ink similar to the the ink you picked up in i think it was barovia yeah in ismark's house yeah. this okay. this would probably only be enough to do um two levels worth of spells yep um how like deep is the owl is it visibly like booby trapped uh... in any way um, she probably would have found out when she moved so, to the yeah. side, like so a there's, smart there's person. No, there's but... no trap in moving the disc to the side. Make me another investigation check just to look over for traps. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's plus eight. That's 16. 16. Uh, no visible traps. Like, no, no traps are evident. Okay. Um... How, like, so clearly, uh, Sevia's not tall, so clearly if she can reach it and see into it, it's not super yeah. high up. How deep is the alcove? Like, how easily could you, she's not going to grab anything, but how easily could you, like, grab it and run? Um, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be too hard, like, if you, if you were to quickly pocket it. Oh, that's the other thing. Yes. Um, yeah, the, the... There is also, actually, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Look, looking a bit harder, um, you do see there is there is some sort of metal object behind the the two vials. Okay. If she stands up on her tippy toes, can she see it any better? Uh, yes. So, let me find the description of this thing. <gasps> Yay! This is all happening very quickly. <laughs> yeah, so it this, must be. Yeah. I mean, you're you're kind of timing it between their trips yeah. up and down. Uh, so, yeah, so this is a... This is... What you see is a large platinum amulet shaped like the sun with a large red crystal embedded in its centre. And it looks like it has a uh, long golden chain that it would uh, typically... That, that it would hang from. 
Looks... So does it, it, it looks like the Morning Lord iconography. Yes. Okay. Okay, she is going to remember how you spell iconography. Uh, that's not it. Uh, she's going to uh, kind of log that away in her head, uh, move the disc back into place, and then just stand there continuing to warm her hands. Okay. Very nice. I guess while this has happened, like, full notices and's, like, waiting at the door, raiding, ready to, like, distract them if they come back. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and eventually, like, the all six cots are brought down, and uh, the abbot and Vasilka are none the wiser as to your Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Easier than I'm expected. So clever uh, for once in this campaign. <laughs> um, Exley at some point is going to go out and find Conrad. Okay. Oh, thanks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, would it be... I don't imagine it would be particularly hard to find you, Conrad. Yeah, no. He probably would have just, like, sat there for quite some time, Um, and then he probably would have gone to go and check in on the horse, so the, the, the horse that he's kind of, like, uh, hitched up, I think. Yeah. Just, but still within the okay. grounds, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The horse um, romance with your characters. I know. Very I always play, I always yeah. play horse boys. I don't you know do. why. The horse. Um, yeah. The horse. Technically, Exley uh, is playing a horse boy as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll, roll me an animal handling check. To, oh, to if gauge. I roll that one, it kicks me in the face. No, it just, it's not great. Uh, that's a five. <laughs> it's hard to tell. It doesn't like, like me. You haven't known this horse long, so it's hard to tell. But it seems it seems content enough. Excellent, cool. He's just checking over and making sure it's all still doing fine. Um, excellent. Mm. And yeah, he will. I suppose. I assume it's not very hard to notice. Exley yeah. no. walking up. Oh, so um. Six foot eight, lumbering through. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess everyone's probably like talking to the horse a little bit, but they're like in a different language. Um, and then he like uh turns around, he's like, "Oh, forty-two. Uh, hello." Conrad. Um, hello. Yes. Uh, is has uh, anything progressed indoors? I needed to catch my breath outside for a few hours. The cots have been set up. Excellent. The others are calmer, perhaps. Good. That's good to know. Um, well, uh, actually, I have a quick question. For, uh, question 42. Um, you could turn into a horse before. Uh, yes. That is correct. And you were the wolf that, uh, well, we won't talk about that. Um, but you could also become a wolf somehow. That is also correct. Is that magic? Or is there something you can do that you were built to do? I was not built for this purpose. This is something I discovered in the months after the rebellion failed. I see. Your choice. Can you become other animals? 
I can. What sort of animals? Any animal that I have studied previously. Which, unfortunately, in my few months of living, has not been many. But most animals local to this area, I am able to and have turned into before. Interesting. So is there a size requirement on that, or could you become like a rat, for example? I could absolutely become a rat. If you would like me to become something smaller, I can turn into a spider. Or a frog. The infiltration possibilities for that are fantastic. Good to remember. Perhaps in future, that might be the best form to assume if we are to meet a similar area that we are not uh, get certain of. And then we can uh, have the element of surprise. Combat-wise. But yes. Were you coming to look for me, or were you coming to check in on your friends? My friends will take care of themselves until tomorrow morning, and then I will need to find them. But until then, they are fine. Why would you need to find them in the morning? Do they get lonely? If I do not find them in the morning, they will find me. Oh, well, that's sweet, I suppose. It is not. <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> I um, have similar sentiments in regards to uh, people finding you and things like that, so I can understand. Is that well, why you choose to isolate yourself from the rest of the group? Uh... Yes, well, um, yes, I suppose so. Um, I'm not used to being around people very much. I was, um, hmm. Well, I, uh, as you know, um, one of the group, uh, died before you turned. Well, you saw the, you saw the, uh, funeral. As a wolf. Yes, you observed that, um, and, uh, I shall tell you because I, um, uh, I think as a construction of some regard, and you seem to speak your mind very clearly, I can tell that to you, but I try very hard to seem very dangerous, um, because my family are very dangerous people, and I am, uh, I was the one reading books most of the time, or um, studying how to do things and not really doing them. So I find it uh, easier to uh, try to appear dangerous and um, then uh, rich, uh, stay apart when I um, don't feel I can do that. And um, the person that died uh, previously is the first person I've seen actually die. I have, um, no offence, killed animals before, but uh, seeing someone who you've travelled with for only a couple of days is uh, quite something else entirely, so never really, I suppose, I just at least it didn't have to be me to uh, kill them, but uh, and being here now is quite, uh, it's quite likely it will have to happen, so uh, yes. 
I do find it easier to be on my own most of the time. But anyway, that's uh, of no consequence. You are very good at, uh, at observing, 42. Thank you. It is one of my skills. Mm. Excellent. And, uh, well, a quick question, I suppose. Um, question. Uh, you are not... Um, you clearly can make the dead do as you wish, yes? To an extent, yes. Is it any of the dead or only your friends? I have not tested my limits, if you will. At the moment, all of the uh, creatures that I have converted have been humanoid in some form or another. I see. So... I have attempted on animals, but they don't have the same effects as, and I gesture to the cart, um, as three, five, six, and eight, too. Three, five, six, and eight. Excellent. What happened to four? He was eaten by an alligator. An alligator? I was attempting to cross a river, but I was not certain if it was safe. So I sent four in and determined it was not safe. <laughs> Indeed. I've only ever seen one in a picture book. Can you turn into an alligator too, then? I unfortunately did not get as much of a look at the alligator. I suppose only its jaws, perhaps. Well, I suppose it's all a learning experience, isn't it? Perhaps we shall have to see what uh, the extent of your limitations or lack thereof in regards to making things that have fallen your puppets uh, in the future. This may be a good learning exercise. Yes. Potentially for both of us. Yes, I agree. Uh, that is one thing I'm good at, is um, assessing how people can reach their full potential. So, uh, learning experience indeed, yes. Well, should probably uh, rejoin the group. Indeed. And I turn around and walk back. Yeah. I do too. We yeah. go back. Yeah. So back inside, uh, the the abbot and Vasilka have returned upstairs. Uh, is there anything you are doing once they once they have done that before uh, Conrad and Exley get back? Beatrice is uh, still where she was. She has eaten but she has not moved from this spot in the corner of the room. Is Sevia gonna talk to her or is Fall? I'm just picturing Sevia and Fall kind of just like looking at each other like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> this is them all the time. Yeah, just like, uh, 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 which of us has less anxiety right at this particular moment? I'll, <laughs> which of us... I'll give it a try and see how it okay. goes. <laughs> um, 
Thanks for coming. name. No. It's a very professional Hi. Brain blank. Beatrice. Hi. Um. I hope it's okay to ask. That was very smart of you, learning that he was a celestial. I, you've come across them before, I take it? Unfortunately, yes. Many times. Hmm. That's odd. Um, from what I heard, they're supposed to do good? Uh, not not where I'm from. Ah, well, I can imagine. Um, oh, where are you from, actually? That's okay to ask. Or you're, you're more of a traveler? I am now. I wasn't always. Well, it, it, it happens. <laughs> I lived in a small village in the middle of nowhere. We were not permitted in the nearby town all that often. They didn't like our kind. Yeah. The bestials, they banned us from that area. And then eventually it was not enough for them to just stop us from going anywhere. They had to change us to make us better, to make us useful to them. Oh. Any who did not submit would get flogged and executed. Oh, I... Publicly. Yes, I, uh... I always managed to avoid the public executions in my monastery, but... Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. That is lucky for you then. Yes. Oh, mm. there was never any. There was never any reprieve. I can imagine. So you left then. I had no choice. Hmm. They gained us. They gave up. They deigned us uh, too unseemly and too headstrong to be able to fully uh, control us. They torched the village, locked everybody in houses. I escaped, but I was the only one. That's horrid. I, I can imagine the toll that must be taking. I, uh, hmm. You're very strong to uh, move on like something from that. From what I've seen of you, you seem like a very, a very smart and capable person. I think you seem to have come far from such sorrows. It is interesting what the uh, thought of revenge and spite will do. 
Uh, yes, that is. Uh, I'm sure that would uh, make you very uh, focused and everything. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, being trapped in this Barovia then must be a wonderful reminder of old times, with dangers all around, right? Somewhat. Hmm. Yes. But, um, hmm. Beatrice, Beatrice then pulls her hood up and leans back against the wall and very much shows that she does not want to continue talking. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. Um, <laughs> around this point, Conrad and Exley return into the main hall. Excellent. I slouch in. <laughs> uh, Conrad, would you like to join me by the fire? All right. It's a cold outside. You look like you could use some warmth. Uh, yes, it's quite. Yes, all right, certainly. Um, he steps over there, kind of glowering again. She. She looks kind of really awkward. Uh, when doesn't she? Um, <laughs> and she takes a deep breath in. She's like, I am sorry if I lost my temper at you earlier. Um, <sighs> I don't uh, handle days like today particularly well historically and I'm sorry if I uh, take it out on you that's not fair we need to stick together as a group and uh, I should deal with things myself and not make it the group's issue um he just kind of looks at the fire as like noted accepted just don't go talking about how important your shoes are next time. <laughs> and I'm sure we can come we can come to an at least some kind of agreement to cooperate. You know I And when, when he says that he kind of like awkwardly like touches again like where he's got a scarf trying to raise neck. Yeah. Um, you know I never really cared about the shoes. Just wanted you to open the door. Hmm. Yes, well, that's in the past now. That's, what, two days ago. <laughs> so much has happened since then. Yes. She looks down. So that's, yes. Mm. I, um, yes. I don't mean to be particularly hostile to anyone I think it would be better to foster at least a mutual usefulness with each other um but uh yes I'm also not used to dealing with uh most of the people in this group so uh, because of course I am uh, not used to uh noble affair and um higher pedigree of course so yes of course. Anyway, yes. Fire is very warm. That was a good suggestion. Yes. Uh, and she leans in. 
A little bit. <laughs> and he just like looks at her like, huh? And she goes, if you look up at the disc of the morning lord, there is an alcove behind there. There are vials oh. for some sort of potion and what I believe to be another amulet. Another amulet? Why the amulet? It could be what we're looking for. Holy symbol. There's no traps as far as I could tell. Well, that remains to be seen. Are, um... Uh, like, um, the abbey, the abbot and, um... <laughs> flesh puppet. Um, they they like, are. I can't remember her name. Vasilka. <laughs> Vasilka. <laughs> they are flesh puppet yeah. now. Oh, no. They are, they, are, <laughs> they are out of sight at the moment. Okay. Well, Sevia is uh, also being quiet. Let's uh, double check then. Um, and Conrad's going to double check to make sure there's no traps. Okay, um, very so deftly. Sevia keeps station check. Investigation. Yes. Could it be sleight of hand, Darby? <laughs> to, to look for traps, it is an investigation check. Oh my god. To disarm her. them, it would be sleight of hand. Um, <sighs> it's a six. Yeah. A six. <sighs> This is not a good night for our dice. You don't see any sort of traps. I don't see anything like this, although I'm used to sort of traps in my homeland, so Mm. if it's magical, I wouldn't know. Um, Yes. I couldn't find anything, but I think come morning, look, we can try asking him for it, but it might be we might have to consider grabbing it and running come morning. Stealing might, might indeed have to be the option, quite possibly thieving before um, daybreak and then getting ready to escape if it is indeed trapped. Yes. Uh, honestly, I, I thought we would be able to ask, but this man does not seem the type to... We can Difficult. try... Maybe. It is possible. The only problem is raising the, the um, knowledge of this means that, uh, number one, difficult question, considering it would then admit that we know what's in there. Number two, it will raise raise his suspicions anyway. Um, yes. It's not a tactful way to approach it. And he seems a little bit strange. Yes. I haven't met a doctor like that before. Neither have I. I... If we want to ask him specifically about the symbol, then maybe we could do it by mentioning the prophecy, but... Possible. It works towards his cause as much as Vasilka does, but... There is also, maybe if we just ask him about the Morning Lord in general, I have not been familiar with religion for many years, but I don't recall the Morning Lord in Fielo. No, I only know uh, Simfos, Simfos, and I do not, um, mm, have not heard of that there in Fielo either, so quite possibly just feigned feigned interest is uh, the best option. Maybe if we ask him about the Morning Lord, we'll find out what that symbol does. And 
Possibly. Maybe then we'll find out if he's willing to let it go. I suppose it will uh, have to be a touch-and-go sort of operation in that regard. It may require some tact, so I'm sure you can understand why I'm quite nervous. (laughs) Yes, well, that's uh, no comment. (laughs) Good, okay, well. He, he moves about like a little centimeter, a centimeter to the side. <laughs> she <laughs> kind of to whisper. She kind of stands back up straight. I'm like her hands are really warm at this point, but she just keeps warming them on the fire because she just doesn't know what else to do. <laughs> That's fair. It's understood. It's relatable. Fall's uh, gonna head over with like um, a tray and be like, "I'm gonna try roasting these nuts." <laughs> you and your nuts again, I see. <laughs> Sure, we still got some. We don't have much food. No. It might be tasty. Well, um, yes, yeah, so sorry for butting in. It's no. uh, fine. Have you closed, have you closed back fall. over the, the desk? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Fall <laughs> hasn't seen it yet. Like You've seen them fiddling with the desk above the fireplace. Yeah, I but... did, yeah. Beatrice is just sitting there watching us investigate, like just angrily watching. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That's fair. And Exley's just like Um Exley is yeah, just Exley. standing at the table, just watching everything that's happening, but not Do you need to eat, Exley? I can't remember if I've asked that question before or not. Sorry, question, yes. You have not, and I do not. Okay. All four can have there. Yes. Either is good. Oh, okay. Nuts to themselves. Uh, Yes, we don't have to share with 42. Mm. I would very much like to try, though. Um, sure? Okay. I wander over and I grab a roasted nut. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. How are you going to eat it? Do you have a mouth? He, he does. He has like a, a mandible that sort of goes okay. up and down. Okay. Um, he's going to take a nut, place it in between the two, uh, the pinch point, if you will, and he's going <laughs> to squeeze down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can you taste anything? I cannot. Like, you feel like the sensation of warmth from the nut having been roasted, but yeah, no taste. Warm nut. And obviously the crunch. <laughs> yeah, you feel like the resistance. snaps in half. It's like, literally like a nutcracker. <laughs> Oh, I say, this reminds me of a little contraption we have around wintertime um, back at home. Uh, Well, to crack nuts. Well. Oh, the little little man with the... And she mimes, like, using a nutcracker. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, They were quite uh, popular in my hometown. A bit of an import, I imagine, elsewhere. So, yeah, yes, yes. 
little man. Yes, um, I've seen uh, seen pictures of them. Uh, I think I saw one once when I was quite young. Uh, yes, I think I've seen them before. Yes, yes. Uh, never had one though. Uh, we didn't really do Christmas. Ah, uh, well. There wouldn't spring be a Christmas birth. Oh, yeah, I'm not birth. sure. <laughs> spring, spring birth is probably the closest because it is like that yeah. end of winter. Yeah, it was a very uh, big event. Uh, good excuse to throw lots of uh, parties and um, strengthen business ties in that time. So yeah. yes, nuts. Well, <laughs> did you enjoy it, Exley? I don't know. <laughs> On one hand, I answered a question. On the other hand, I do not possess the ability to taste. And I think I am sad. Oh. oh. <laughs> you, you, um, huh. can your animal forms taste? A new question. <laughs> That, that might be something to try to help alleviate the sadness. I believe I will. Uh, yeah, we've got Maybe some... tomorrow. Yes. Yes, when we're on the road again. Uh, yes, yes. Probably best to uh, conserve energy in that regard, especially if you do not recharge it by eating. Mm. Exley mm. stares off into the middle distance. <laughs> sort of pondering this new and question. <laughs> <laughs> is poor Beatrice still just sitting there against the wall? Yes, she is. Hmm. She doesn't do well around celestials. I don't know much, but attractive in, um, just humans in particular, or...? From what I know, and do I would assume I girls would part. like that sort of visage. I uh, on on one hand, I think for a Kenku, she is in fact a, 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 a an older woman. Uh, Age and, just well, well that changes taste. Uh, I certainly don't. Uh, uh, appreciate the aesthetics of people I I appreciated the aesthetics of when I was younger. Uh, anyway, um, I think it's from what I know, uh, it's celestials as a History. concept yes. takes issue with. Oh, that sort. Well, I can yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> would one of Paul's nuts <laughs> sorry sorry this is uh, very amusing <laughs> can I can I perhaps one of us should bring one of the nuts to her um, certainly I think I'm already laughing about this but I physically cannot get those words out sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps one of, should, one of us should bring a nut to her as an offering. Um, yes. Okay. Um, hmm. 
all right, I'll, I'll bring the tray over. Uh, Beatrice, uh, we've got some uh, roasted nuts for everyone. Thank you, but uh, I have already eaten. I'm I'm good. Oh, you sure you don't want dessert? Yes, I'm quite sure. All right then. Um, well, they're there later if you want them. I did my best. <laughs> it's understandable. That's, yes. uh, sometimes uh, she may wish to be alone. Yes. Uh, contemplating her distaste of particular people. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a they um, killed her village than uh, I don't know. Uh, Oh, well. Is, yes. Is, is that particularly something we should do? Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, well. I just didn't want you getting the wrong idea. Yes, well. Maybe mm. we should, um, go to bed. Yes, that's a good idea. That may be wise. Yes, hopefully they got a cot big enough for you, Exley. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that humour? I am still grasping the terms. It was it a very pathetic a, attempt at it. It was an attempted one. Oh, so ha ha ha. Do yourself. <laughs> 42. You don't have to laugh. I'm used to people not laughing. Perhaps we will learn what humour is together. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we're going to end the episode. Oh my God. As you guys so sorry. settle in uh, for rest for the evening. See me oh, gets obliterated. Yeah, yeah, like, like take, take one fire oh. damage for that burn. <laughs> no, no, not really. Not really. But... It's you, Darby. We can't. Come on. She's a wizard. She die. <laughs> yes, it's true. I die of one d four burn damage. Thank you for listening, yes. everyone. Yeah, Thank you for listening. Guys. Sure. We'll catch you next week. Yes, we have a completely uneventful, uh, uneventful sleep. Yes, yes. nothing, nothing bad will happen. Yes. We just get to have a rest. Yes. Definitely uneventful. Mm. No way waking up being attacked by like vampires or whatever. It'll be great. Beatrice Nothing is going to kill someone in their sleep. People are going to get killed by Beatrice. Yes. You didn't respect my my trauma. I kill you all now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>